Welcome to episode two of the NFL Review Show. I'm Cole Sharp, and as always, I'm with my brother from another mother, Anthony. How's it going? Pretty good. You? How was your trip? Yeah, I'm just happy to. I'm just happy to be back home, man. I, I was home sick like a mother. Yeah. I could just in time. Just yeah, in time. Just in time for the big game tonight. As we all know, it's Thursday night. We're a little late because of my travels. Going forward, it'll be every Tuesday. That's on me, not on uh, anybody else. We were just in a car, and I had no cell phone service. Um. But yeah, the Bills or the Bills, the Jets versus the Browns, <laughs> the Jets versus the Browns tonight, man. I'm nervous. Uh, that the, they lose tonight, it'll be 20 in a row, and it's kind of like we underperformed in Miami. We overperformed Week One. Where the fuck are we? What are we gonna do? I'm nervous. We'll, if anybody's gonna lose to the Browns, it's gonna be us. I mean, that's just the way it's been as being a Jets fan my whole life. So, but I just look at this season as we're, we're just trying to figure out what we have in a quarterback, and he's playing pretty good. So I'm okay with it. But obviously, I don't want to lose to Cleveland on Thursday Night Football. And, yeah, yeah, I know their first. It'd be their first win since November of 2016. And so it's crazy. Before I came on here, I saw a meme that in the last 10 years, uh, Cleveland's 51 and 109, and Oakland is 40, 49, or yeah, 49 and 1 and 11. So Oakland's been worse than Cleveland the last Damn. Year. <laughs> That's fucking insane, dude. Like, how bad are you really going to be? But right. uh, let's get into it. There's some crazy games this week. Um, the Broncos versus Oakland came right down to the wire. Bro- Oakland was leading the whole game. Derek Carr had the greatest completion percentage in a game ever. Which that was, was crazy. fucking insane. compared After to people were talking shit about him the yeah. first week. Exactly. And then the Broncos win on the last one at field goal. There was some shit going on with FanDuel. I don't know if you saw that, but some guy put a bet in on uh, the Bron- or the Broncos to win with like 30 seconds left or whatever, and there was yeah. a miscalculation in their computer system. He ended up winning 82 grand. And at first, Damn. at first they weren't going to pay him out because it was an error, but then he was going to sue him. So they ended up just now. I read they decided to pay him the full 82 thousand dollars. Talk about a wow. lucky talk about a lucky day. Yeah, how good it would be to win that. And then. Um, Oh, like I said, we'll just breeze over that one. It was a good game. Derek Carr looked great. Cooper finally got me some fantasy points. Broncos are two and zero. They got still got a defense, and it looks like they yeah, got that's, that's shocking. That's shocking. I didn't think they'd have a defense with with Talib being gone, but and and they got the, they got themselves a quarterback too. It looks like I, I like yeah. Keenum last year. I feel like uh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And I was bashing them when they were losing to the Packers, but then I'll get to that later about what Kirk Cousins did. But G-Men versus Cowboys. The Cowboys look like a whole new team. Obviously, the G-Men don't look very good on the offensive line. Eli's in for yeah. a long next 14 yeah, I think, weeks. Yeah, I think the Cowboys' offense still still sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, yeah. A Dagnall threw, threw for 93 yards. Yep. Against yep. the Giants, who don't have a defense. And, and, and most of those yards were on that Tavon Austin pass to start the game. So Right. And then yeah. – the Bengals, man, the Bengals surprised me. They look like they're for real, dude. Uh, they beat the Ravens 34-23 on Thursday Night Football after everybody was talking up the Ravens, what they did week one. We won't get into that, but you know what I'm saying. Everyone was like, oh, oh yeah, shit. The Ra- the, yeah, the Ravens are legit. But the Bengals look legit, man. Their defense is good, and it sucks. Mixon's down for two weeks because he was the steal of the draft for me, in my opinion. I think he's going to be one of the, a top five running back before it's all said and done this season. But the Bengals overall look legit. Yeah, yeah, they do. AJ Green healthy, Andy Dalton healthy. That new offense seems to be working, running in the running, uh, working in the running game, and all that. So. Yeah, three. I mean, three touchdowns between the two of them in one quarter of football. Granted, they didn't do <laughs> yeah, shit he, after he that. He did that on my brother. In yeah, yeah, yeah. I played your brother in fantasy and had Dalton and Green going. I'm like, fuck it, keep it going. But then after I that, actually, yeah, they didn't do nothing after that. But that's okay. I know. I actually started at Eifert. I mean, I was like, somebody dropped Eifert. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pick him up because uh, Greg Olson went down. Yeah. But, 
And he, so, got, he got me my projected, which was three points, so it's whatever. So get this. So then the KC Steelers game, talk about a shootout. I don't know if either one of those teams has a defense or what. but <laughs> I, in the, I know Pittsburgh doesn't. In the big league I'm in, the Steelers, or I had Big Ben, and he scored me 56 points, and oh, I still yeah. ended up losing because the other dude had Kirk Cousins and dropped 60. Ugh. Anyways, oh, man. Patrick Mahomes, man, dude looks like the real deal. Ten touchdown passes in two weeks. That's, zero picks, zero picks. That's insane, man. Ten touchdown passes in two weeks. And then we'll talk about it again when we get to the other game. But Fitzpatrick, dude, that dude's killing it right now. But we all know about that. But Mahomes. Yeah, we, can't, we can't say Fitzmagic either, so. No, yeah, yeah. That, yep, that's funny, the Dolphins guy. But, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes looks legit, man. He looks like the real deal. I think they found their quarterback, as long as he can keep it going. But ten touchdowns in two weeks, that's, that's insane. yeah. yeah. He definitely got some defenses coming up. I think week four they play the Rams, so that'll be a big test right there. Yeah, so. they, they definitely need to figure out that secondary in Kansas City if they want to have any chance. Yeah, yeah. And then that brings me to my Dolphins, like or my Jets. Jesus Christ, what <laughs> am I doing today, Dolphins, man? I'm, a, I'm talking about the Bills and the Dolphins like they're my team. Uh, Jesus, because I know we're going to lose tonight. But um, Jets-Dolphins, uh, we lost 20-12. to 12. We, we gave up 20 points in the first quarter, I believe. And then we didn't give up another point the rest of the game, so I don't I don't know what happened there. There's a lot of turnovers. Darnold threw two picks. One of them one of them wasn't his fault. That's my daughter crying in the background. Maybe we just gotta do shit on the fly all the time. She's not here. on. She's not on camera. No, she's way. she's not happy right now. <laughs> um, but he's a rookie. Granted, we gave that game away. Like I said, we went three quarters without giving up points. We just didn't get it done. We we were on the their punter put us on like the four, the seven. The eight and like the eleven in the first. Yeah, half. I was seeing that. Their we, punter was like every time. I, every time they show a highlight, you know, they were up, but they were punting, and then you just see like inside the five, inside the four. Dude, I, I hate Damn. to I hate to say it, but Miami looks like a legit low key good defense. Tannehill's nine and one in his last ten starts. Yeah, Tannehill, like that was a big reason why they. Yeah. They they they've tried to they they went from the playoffs and then Tannehill got hurt in the offseason. I actually thought you know Miami was gonna be a better team even without Tannehill. Yeah. That was a big loss, definitely. Yep. So Tannehill Tannehill looks good. Miami looks good in general. Like I said, nine and one in his last ten starts. <laughs> they're first in the division too. Yeah, Who they're two and oh man, yeah, that's insane. They're first place <laughs> in the division and everybody said they were gonna be, you know, nothing. So if we if we ended up we lost to him, obviously if they end up being good then I don't care about it. Now let's get to the man of the weekend, Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro. He's out here fucking slinging the rock the first two weeks like he does for four or five games a season, and then he goes back <laughs> right? to reality. But his post-game press conference was one of the funniest things I have ever, ever seen in my entire life, bro. He was up there with <laughs> Deshaun Jackson's chains on, and then the one the one, uh, the one uh, dude asked him, he's like, what? out of all that, what is yours? And he goes, the ch- my chest hair. Like that was great, but and then now Deshaun Jackson came out and said, "There's no way we bench Fitzpatrick for Winston after the way he's playing." The dude's balling. Yeah, there's no way that'd be the dumbest, one of the dumbest moves since getting rid of Tyrod Taylor. But I, I heard, I heard Winston's on the trade block. I don't know how true that is, but I heard they're 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 shopping him around a little bit. See, I understand he's been having troubles, but it's like he's always been that man where he's been. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it's time for him to just take a back seat and you know watch, watch how watch how a professional does it. I mean, Fitzpatrick has been around the league. He's a journeyman. He's he's been places. He's learned so many offenses. Now he's got that. Their offense is killer. Everybody's been saying that just James Winston could have get it done, but he's still young. So I don't see why like he's he's got potential. 
Just maybe he needs to just take the back seat and just watch. Just watch, watch and watch learn this year, man. Yeah. You already fucked up, and if Fitzpatrick keeps lighting it up, which, like I said, he's capable of doing, but he's just so inconsistent that it's impossible to, you know. But they showed a, a tweet today that he's got 16 more touchdown passes than Troy Aikman. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and like, nine less games. It's I mean, I'm just like, so obviously I'm not saying he's going to go to the fucking Hall of Fame or anything, but he's got more touchdown yeah. passes than yeah, the Hall of Fame. he's got more touchdown passes than, like, four Hall of Famers or something yeah. like that. It's insane, yeah. so... And then that brings me to the game of the week, in my opinion, the Jags shit-pounding the Patriots. But we all saw what New England did after that. They went out and got Josh Gordon for a fucking a, a guy who will mow their grass. And fucking, so they lost 31-21, to 21, or 31-20. to 20. If the Jags can keep playing like that, man, that defense is brutal. And Bortles played yeah, the best, that defense. Bortles yeah, Bortles played the, the best game, game of his career. Anybody's ever witnessed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he, he, and that catch, that one-handed catch on the sideline, that the Cole kid, Man, that was yeah. nasty, dude. That was Odell Beckham-esque all day long. So, yeah. Jags need to keep it up. Patriots need to lose every week. I'm cool with that shit. Now, yeah. the Browns-Saints game. The Browns did it again. That's, this is why I'm scared for tonight because they they should be – if they had a kicker, they would be 2-0. Their, right. de- their defense is legit. They have a defense. There's no question about it. They got a great pass rush. Our offensive line's trash. So I'm worried about tonight. Like, so I'm gonna say we're probably gonna lose tonight. So that way I don't get shit. I'm gonna still get shit, but it ain't as bad because I already see it coming. But if they had a kicker, they're two and zero. They were up on the Saints. Their field goal kicker missed two field goals and two extra points. They win the game against the Saints. Yeah. Granted, the Saints got ran ran up on by the fucking Buccaneers. But right. but I will say this: that the Browns' offense doesn't look very well. Like not very consistent. They only scored. Uh, what was it, 21-21 week one and then 18 week two, yeah. you know. So, But their, yeah. de- their defense held the Saints to 21 points, who scored 41 the week before. So, I mean, their defense is legit. And there's no, Their safety is supposed to be out tonight, so I'm hoping for that. But their defense is definitely legit. Yeah, and I know people, you know, people are calling out Tyrod already. Like, put, put Baker in. It's like, against, like, why would you do that against the Jets when, you know, clearly the Jets have a defense. And Tyrod's been playing against that defense for how, like, the last what four years? I think. I think so, every so not yet, but everybody know, so. everybody shits on Hugh Jackson. You know, I think he's a good coach. I think he makes some good decisions. Like you, you stick with Tyrod. He ain't done nothing to lose that job. He didn't miss those field goals. He threw a fucking what was it, forty-seven yard touchdown yeah. on fourth and eight to tie the game. Yeah. He yeah. put it on the fucking money, dude. On the money, nobody else was catching that ball. Nobody else was catching that ball. I like Tyrod. You know that even when he was a Bills quarterback, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I don't no, think. I, mean, I don't think they'll bench him. Everybody sees like the 400, 400 yard games and stuff. It's like he's not a quarterback like that. As long as he has a defense playing behind him, he's not gonna. He's not gonna lose you a game. Exactly. Exactly. And he didn't lose that game. The kicker lost that game. Yeah. So like I said, I'm worried about tonight, but that's okay. Oh, just hope it turns out all right. Colts. <laughs> you, you guys will. Be, you guys will be all right. Colts versus right. the Skins. Upset, but I picked this. Me and my uncle do this thing where we pick five games, two dollars a game. I picked four. I picked the Jags. I picked the Colts. I picked. Uh, I went four for five. The only game that I didn't get was Seattle beating the Bears. But anyways, Colts look good. Andrew Luck's back. T. Y. Hilton. That's always been a deadly duo when they're on the field together. So that's pretty sweet. Um, I'm glad to see Luck back. I've never had a problem with him. I think he's overhyped, but I think the Colts can win some games. They yeah. added. They added some. Like- Go ahead. I don't want to like, like say their defense is good yet, but there's there's one key addition on their defense that they do got this rookie rookie linebacker. He had a 12 tackles game one. He had 15 tackles in this last game. 
Damn. That's <laughs> yeah. I that's, just picked him up in that defensive league because the uh, um, Atlantis kicker Deion Jones got hurt. Put him on the IR after the game one, but but yeah, I don't. I mean, the Colts defense is playing some good ball too, and if and if that can happen, then you know Andrew Luck's definitely going to score you some points. Oh, for sure. And then that brings us to the second game of the week for me, which was Vikings and Packers. I think the Packers and Vikings, I mean, A-Rod's a bad man. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of Packers fans crying like, oh, that wasn't roughing the passer on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> they called the same exact call for Aaron Rodgers in the first half, in the first quarter. Yeah. And he's the reason we have these rules going on now. He got hurt last year, so him out of the game is hurting viewers and blah, blah, blah. So you guys want to play it safe? We're going to play it safe. Honestly, at this point, they should just put flags on the quarterback. Yeah, and, if, and you should you should feel fine because it's your quarterback not getting hurt because of that. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah it's I mean, you're still going to get a little irritated, but that's what that's what the game is. Everybody knows what they signed up for. That, you know, if the players didn't want to play like that, then they wouldn't. Well, and, so. and then they're like, oh, that cost us the game. No, the missed field goal. Mason Crosby missing yeah, the field goal. Yeah, missed field goal. Uh, that icing, I obviously I think icing's cool, you know, but it's never it never works. It never works. The dude nails it twice in a row. It fucking worked on Sunday, so now I see why they do it. Like it, it he he yeah. drilled it the first time, but then that timeout he fucking overcompensated and missed it, so it worked. Um, that throw by Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen in between two Packers defenders in the fucking corner of the end zone to tie the game was might be one of the best passes I've ever seen in my life, dude. That shit was nasty, like. It just it just went fucking right right there, dude, and right there's the ball right there, and he fucking caught it. I didn't know who had the ball. I thought it was incomplete, and then Packers players are both standing up going like this, and then they show the replay, and he had it, and I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, how does that even happen? So, right. Because I was bashing him. I'm like, dude, Case Keenan played better than this against the Packers last year. Look at what Cousins doing, and then he stepped up when he needed it the most. I yep. still don't think he's a $30 million quarterback, but – Hey, you pay for quarterbacks in this league, so. Yeah, yeah. Stephon Diggs, I really like Stephon Diggs. He's underrated as hell, in my opinion. Oh, he goes, he goes off. He goes yeah. off. Yeah. But it was funny. Sheldon Richardson plays for the Vikings, and after he missed that field goal, he, he showed some of his bad attitude like he did in New York. He was walking off. He threw his helmet down, shaking his head and shit. It's like, hey, man, your whole team lost. Now you see why we got, got you out of our locker room. But. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta versus the Panthers. I was with your brother watching this game, obviously. The Panthers are his team. Uh, dirty, 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 dirty hit on Cam Newton in that game. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. oh man, dude, just fucking brutal. That dude gets it worse than anybody else. I don't care what anybody says. Cam Newton gets it worse than anybody else. Yeah, and that, that hit didn't even have to happen. No, it was late as hell. Immediately ejected. Yeah. Yep. I haven't heard anything about his fine yet, but that's, that's a multiple-game suspension. You're trying to take a player's head off. Atlanta, no Atlanta no won 31-24. Kirk, Cous- Kirk Cousins. Uh, Matt Ryan stepped up in the fourth quarter, which he never did. That's what he got flack for for week one, was not stepping up in the first in the fourth quarter and winning the game. He did. Um, another surprising 2-0 team, the Titans beat the Texans 20-17. Talk yeah, about, after that week one performance. Yep. Oh, yeah, the Titans are 1-1 one because one they lost to Miami. I'm sorry, but it was yep. a seven-hour delay. But they almost beat Miami, and then they beat the Texans. Um, the Texans fans are calling for Bill O'Brien's head. I, I like Bill O'Brien. He turned that program around. He had you know nine and seven. Blah blah blah. Watson gets hurt last year. They make the playoffs easy. They haven't had an easy schedule. They played the Patriots week one, and then they played the Tennessee Titans week two, which showed to be a good team. Which 
That's a playoff team right there. Tennessee had their backup quarterback, but still they still got a solid defense. The one thing I will say is Belichick shows he's the smartest guy in the world again. Malcolm Butler is the worst cornerback in the NFL right now. He's just getting fucking shredded by everybody. And everyone said, like, oh, how could you, you know, he was the best. And now he's just getting eight alive. So Belichick saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then that brings us to the Rams versus the Cardinals. To me, the Rams look like the most complete team in the NFL. 34 to nothing against the Cardinals. Granted, the Cardinals look like trash. But, yeah, but you're supposed to beat a team like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But between... Peters and Aqib Tlaib, they've given up 77 yards combined receiving in two football games. Damn. That, that, that's fucking stupid insane, dude. 77 yards. 77 yards. Yeah, got that's, that's crazy. So then Monday night, Bears versus Seattle. Bears win 24-17. Uh, the Bears look legit. Khalil Max got more defensive stats than all of Oakland combined. Um, <laughs> Yeah. That's insane, and, and John Gruden keeps coming out like, oh, well, it's hard to find a good pass rusher. Dude, you had him on your team. You didn't want to fucking pay him. I don't want to hear this shit. But Khalil Mack is balling out of control. Seattle's done. I think they're done. I think that whole thing they had is over. Um, yeah, but you got to take you got to look at it this way. Week one, they had Von Miller. Week two, they had Khalil Mack. So, True. I mean. True. <laughs> yeah. But one but, of those picks, Trubisky threw that pick on the sideline. And then that dude from Seattle's defense just comes and lays out that wide receiver like six seconds too late. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. just like, dude, how did nobody call that? That shit was blatantly late as fuck, and nobody talked about it. Nobody called it. And I'm just like, I know. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe he was going to tag him while he was down, but I was like, I don't think. No. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just see that dude get wiped out. Like, what? <laughs> Nothing. All right. So we're about halfway through this podcast, and I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I don't feel like I can do it to the level I'm accustomed to, so I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, that's what hey, that's... I, I, I do got a stat. Uh, for the first time since 1997, all three of my, all three Florida teams are undefeated in the, in the first two weeks. That's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> but, no, that was just a little poking a little fun at, at, at Buffalo. You know I had to get that in there, man. Well, that's the craziest <laughs> shit ever, a player a player re- uh, retiring at halftime. Granted, he was old, but you, that's a brotherhood, man. He finished that game out and then retired. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling some type of way, you could just adjust the coach. So, um, I don't want to, like, don't put me back in this half. Yeah. Blah, blah, whatever, but, yeah, you don't you don't quit during halftime. No, you don't quit you don't. on your team. No. No, because, no. like, now now it's like he, he spent all those years in the NFL. You know, he's, he was a – he was a he was, he was probably a pro bowler, uh, I think pro bowler four or five years out of his career. He was a cornerback you could count on, and then now, like, what is, what is his legacy going to be? And that's like, exactly who, what they said. Now we'll remember him as the guy who quit on his team at halftime, not about his pro bowl seasons or nothing yeah. like that. So. And, like, I didn't think of it. That much because I was like I don't know why we picked him up in the offseason after we got rid of EJ Gaines who by the way we had eight like eight of his starts were eight wins for us and we just like we let him go and then we go pick up Fonte Davis you know I was so par about it because he's 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 up there in age I don't think he can keep up with these young with these young wide receivers especially all this talent that's that's around in the league right now wide receiver but I mean it is what it is. Um, one positive is uh, Josh Josh Allen got the start against the Chargers. Granted, they didn't have Bosa, which I thought he was going to play, but um, we we didn't get blown out like we did the year before with Peterman, who Peterman I think is the worst quarterback to ever step on the field. But um, he he was the uh, so Jim Kelly when uh, his first start, 
He threw for 298. Josh Allen was the he's this next quarterback to throw uh, almost as many yards basically as uh, Jim Kelly. So that was uh, he threw for 248. Threw two picks. One of them wasn't his fault off the receiver's hands, of course. But but there's a little promise, you know, just throwing the rookie in there with no no guidance or anything. And and you know, in the, in the third quarter, we only gave up three points. Uh, and you see him on the sideline, you know, firing up the defense and. That's that's something you know. That's something I haven't seen in Buffalo at a quarterback since probably Doug Flutie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's he's over there trying to get the defense pumped and stuff. And, what, and they played they played in the second half. One I mean, thing I will say is that dude ain't scared. He was you know putting his shoulder down and taking hits. He ain't scared oh, yeah. to get hit. So that I dude, re- he's ready. Like he's always got a game face on. I I, I respect that. I respect that because most quarterbacks now are fucking sallies. Oh my god, you can't touch me! <laughs> you know. So for him to put his head down as a rookie to show. That also gets your team fired up because they see that you're actually playing hard for them and shit. So that's a good yeah, thing to have. Yeah, and, and I already knew it was gonna happen. He's got he's got swagger behind him that the that the team likes. Like when we played against the Ravens, it's like Peterman starting. I wasn't even ready for the game. I was I didn't care for it that much. I don't I didn't like Peterman to begin with, but but it you know it's it's just crazy what one player what one player can do, and for this rookie to come in there and. You know, it's, it's going to suck kind of because he doesn't have that guidance. He doesn't have the veteran guidance. Like, I'm, I don't even know who our quarterback coach is. So he's just going to have to go out there one game at a time and just play, play football. As long as our defense plays behind him, I mean, we can have a chance. So for Which Our defense does need to play a little better, but we're in the same position on defense as, you know, the middle linebacker. He's a rookie, too, Tremont Edwins, Ed, Edmonds. So... We two two starting quarter uh, two starting rookies. Young young rebuild. We're pretty much everybody but New England and Miami in that division is rebuilding. In Miami, everybody thought well, they were rebuilding, but they're off to a hot start that's surprising yeah. everybody. Yeah, they're so. they're definitely shocking, but it's like we what are we supposed to do with Brady in there? So <laughs> yeah, now that they got Josh Gordon, man, I don't even want to think about that shit. But hey, he's gonna end up being a fantasy sleeper for me in the two leagues I got him because I picked him up when he was on Cleveland. Now he's fucking got Brady throwing him the ball. Okay, right, Bro, right, this bam. Thank you. Um, I just pulled up Bleacher Report, and Reggie Bush and Michael Irvin said the Browns have a better foundation of young players than the Jets. I disagree. Obviously, I'm going to disagree. Uh, the Browns are – the fans have voted 78% to, for the Browns to win. 78% of the people think the Browns are going to win tonight. I'm telling you, this game is not going to be good for us, I don't think. But that's okay. No, see, I don't, I don't agree with that because last year uh, you still had your young team, I mean, minus Sam Darnold. Yep. But you guys still pulled out five games, and, like, everybody's been saying you guys played everybody tough. Yep. Was like, the Browns just got shit on, like, almost every game. Yep. Like, I don't, I don't agree with what they're talking about, but. And then, uh, so games for week four that I'm looking forward to, there's really not that many great games besides – uh, the Saints versus the Falcons, that's always a good game, so I think that'll be a good one to watch. Week three or week four? Week week three, I'm sorry, week three. Okay. Yeah, week three, sorry. Chargers, Saints, <laughs> was Falcons. like week 16, what? <laughs> <laughs> Went by real fast this year. Uh, Saints, Falcons, that'll be a good one. The division rivalry, they always go at it hard. Uh, Chargers, Rams, I think that'll be a good one. I think it'll be a good test for the Rams, finally, because they really haven't played a good team yet this year. I'm not saying the Chargers are fucking world beaters, but they still got a good yeah. quarterback. And then I'm gonna stick with the Bucks train, man. The Bucks versus the Steelers. I expect to see another high, sh- uh, high scoring. Oh shootout. yeah, that's Monday night game too. Yep. Prime time. I expect to see a, high, a big shootout for that one. So. Oh yeah, yeah. The Bucks don't really have a defense, but uh, neither do the Steelers. So. <laughs> and the way we the way we ended, we always end up talking about Nebraska. These are just gonna be 30 minute episodes to get through. Quick review of the week. They'll get you know if we have a guest or something, they'll get a little longer, but. 
Our Huskers lost to Akron at home. Again, Owen. Troy. Or, uh, Troy. We didn't get to play Akron. Sorry. <laughs> Either way, we lost at home two in a row to Troy. And um, they just added a game against Be- Beckham, Ham- Beckham Cookham yeah, University F- or whatever. F- FCS school. Yeah, which is fine. But like my uncle was saying again, that it would have been nice to have that bye week before we played Ohio State. But now we got to play them before we play Ohio State. But we're 18-point uh, underdogs going into the, the big – is that what they call Michigan, the big house? Going into yeah, the big, big house. house yeah. And so we're 18-point we're underdogs. I don't I don't see us beating Michigan. I see us playing hard. I don't I don't think we're a team that gives up. Uh, granted, we lost Saturday, but our starting quarterback is supposed to be back this weekend, so that will help us out a lot. You've seen the difference in that offense. Oh, yeah, big time, big time. So I don't see us getting blown out, but I see us losing and starting off 0-3 and, you know, the thing about it that pisses me off is these Nebraska fans, man, like they expect Scott Frost to come in and rave magic dust over the whole fucking program. Right. That yeah, hasn't been I, shit in I'm 10 tired years. tired of people coming at me, talking shit to me. Like, dude, like I already know what it is. Like, are you talking shit to me? I'm not going crazy saying we're going to win all these damn games. What I say, I think I said six or seven games yeah. that we would win, but shit, we might not even do that now. And, that, and that's fine, but everybody has to understand we have not been shit. For 10 years. Yeah, when Bo Pelini was here, we won nine games a year, but we never won anything. We never won yeah. anything when Bo Pelini was here. We won nine games a year, and if that that's fine. You know, a lot of teams don't do that. So I guess saying we, we've been shit is kind of a, a much. But we've been mediocre for 10 years, and then the last three years we've been shit. And so it takes yeah. – exactly, one person cannot turn around anything in six months to fucking make them national championship contenders. So give him yeah. the time. Let him get his players in there. Nobody likes to watch Nebraska lose on fucking Saturdays. Trust me, nobody likes it. But it's going to happen. But I promise you, as soon as it stops happening, we're going to win a lot more than we lose. You just yeah. got to give him the time, man. So yeah. I think it'll be ugly Saturday, but I think we'll continue to fight. I don't think we'll give up. Um, go Jets. You got anything else you want to say real quick before we wrap it up? No, I mean, if about Nebraska, if we, could, uh, we can get those gifts of the quarterback again that uh, what's his name? Shea Patterson. He he folds under pressure, so maybe that could be that could be the key right there that we need. And I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. You know, if we do pull an upset, I'll be like, okay, good, because we should have won the first two games. Our season was fucked off. We didn't get to play week one. That's a tune-up game, man. That is a tune-up game, and we didn't get to play it. And so we played a tough Colorado team. Tough. We should have beat them. But their, player, rival. Yeah. Yeah, their player was dirty and wrenched on our quarterback's leg for fucking 50 seconds after he was already tackled, so he was out for the rest of the game. Then we lose at home because of penalties and drop balls again. Um, so it's just a work in progress, man. You're changing the culture from a losing team to, a, to be a, a successful team. It doesn't happen overnight. No, greatness, I mean, we've been doing this for six months, and we're not even great yet, but we're getting there. You know what I mean? It takes fucking time. We're like number four. Greatest <laughs> podcasters out there. We need to be like number one in the next six months, but yeah, you know, it just yeah. takes time. So, go big red. I'm nervous tonight. I'm nervous tonight for this game. I just want to know what team shows up if they, you know, if they learn their. Yeah, lesson. good luck. And if it means anything, I didn't. I didn't start. Uh, um, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, good. I, I mean, didn't, I didn't de- start. That's the one positive I can say that we've had consistent is our defense looks legit. Yeah, but. Other than that, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I want to thank my sponsor, O'Hara Exteriors. Any siding, windows, gutters, roofing, anything, call 402-213-3289. Tell them you heard, it, heard about them on my podcast. 
I'm available on Facebook. Just type in my name. Twitter, type in my name. Instagram, I don't really use too much. I'm trying to use it a little bit more. But all of our podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Everywhere there's podcasts, you can find our podcast. Just type in Cole Sharp. Uh, we do this show. We do our NFL review show, but we have past episodes uh, from what we did before the review show, which we, t- we went over all the sports topics. And real quick, I'm going to throw this out there. I do this all the time. This is what I do. I say goodbye, and then I start another <laughs> conversation. I, it's just what I do, whatever. Um, Conor McGregor press conference was today with Khabib. I am fucking so pumped for that fight, dude. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be a brawl. I think Khabib will stand up with him a little bit, but he'll still take him down. Just that dude just says whatever the fuck he wants on those on those press conferences. Yeah. It's insane. Like, yeah, yeah. he was talking to Khabib like, oh, your boy your boy did this, and now Putin put him in jail, and talking shit like, dude, like <laughs> fucking talking about Putin and talking about you don't want to quit, you don't want to back out from this fight, you won't be able to go back home, and all kinds of shit, dude. It was awesome. And yeah. then last thing, you know that bus incident he did where Gregor, McGregor showed up on the bus, and Khabib always said, all I did was I went to the back of the bus and I sit down, but he talks funny. So Conor McGregor was like, yeah, you went to the back of the bus and you took a shit. You took a shit on the bus. You wouldn't get off the bus to fight me. You were too busy taking a shit. It was it was just funny. <laughs> you can find that clip on YouTube. I don't know if they'll put it up or not, but it was it was good old school Conor McGregor. And one more yes. thing about that dude, he's a fucking genius. He just came out with his own uh, whiskey called uh, Pier, Pier 12 or something like that. But yeah. he's an, it's an official sponsor to UFC to their fight. So not only is that dude getting paid for fighting, he's getting paid for the sponsorship shit and, you know, getting his brand out there. That dude's a fucking genius, and he's made the UFC so much money. Yeah, I think he just had a little short interview with uh, Dana White while they were drinking some of that whiskey. So, And then uh, John Jones is back. October 28th, he's eligible to fight again, so I'm pumped up for that. Yep, Cormier better watch out. <laughs> yeah, Cormier don't want none of that shit. He already said Cormier. he was going to fight him again. He'll get his ass whooped. Yeah. But, all right, guys, again, thank you. Twitter, Facebook, Anthony, where you at on your social media stuff? Yeah, Facebook, Anthony Fielding, uh, Twitter, uh, at AField52. And that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Well, come on, guys, support us. We're building, we're growing, we're growing, we're growing every week. New numbers, bigger numbers every week. So I appreciate it. Like I said, the minute that stops happening is the minute I stop doing this. But it takes time to, to build a national audience, and that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, we got people from New York. Virginia, all kinds of shit. So we're kind of getting there, but we need we need more and more. So just put the word out. Hit the share button. Like it. Share it. Comment. Comment. I'll really reply to your comment. Anthony will reply to your comment. Yep. The feedback is what helps us get better. If you want, like, again, if you want to come on, come on. Let's talk about football. You just got to know what happened that week, and we can talk about it. I don't care. I'm open for anybody to come on. So, again, I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much, and we'll see you next. We'll, we'll be back yep. Tuesday this week for sure Tuesday because I'm back in town. So. Yep. Good luck. Peace out.